0: Talents and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome
1: to Beyond Your Best Plan, the podcast where we inspire you to move beyond what you could move beyond. What do you care about what other people think about you or what you're moving towards? Are you letting other people's thoughts or opinions get in your way? Today, you'll hear from three of the Fab Five as we discuss whether you should care and how to shift your mindset around this topic in a different direction. But first, meet the ladies. Claudette, her mission is to help people on their spiritual path go from zero to 60, activating their inner guidance to heal and grow. Catherine's purpose is to help others end internal suffering and accomplish their dreams. And me, I'm Whitney, and I'm on a mission to help people do the work they love and love the work they do. One of my absolute favorite quotes is from Betty Davis, and she said, what other people think of me is none of my business. If you give undue credence to other people's thoughts, this episode is for you. Catherine, take it away.
2: Thank you so much, Whitney. Super excited about this topic today. To care or not to care, what people think? That is the question. It is a area of growth for me, caring what people think. Too much, I would say. I've spent a lot of time and energy in my head about this. And I still do. And and like I shared, it's a area of growth for me. And it's an interesting topic to really break down today. I'm super excited to break this down with my brilliant sisters. Again, I'll share to care or not to care. That is the question. What people think? I don't know how we're actually titling the show. We usually do that like after the fact, but it's along those lines. And this can be a real challenge for people, as I've shared myself included. The fear of rejection and the fear of failure are two of our biggest fears that we face. And there's a lot of fears that roll under those two. But at the core, it comes around rejection and, and, and fear of failure and things and you know caring about that and That can often stop us from living our dreams, from speaking our truth, from going after the things that we want in fear of what people will think or say or be judged as such. And what's really funny now is I hear people say, well, like, if they're not talking about you, you're not doing something right. And, you know, we're in this crazy world of, like, social media where people can just, like, be behind their computers and, like, rip people apart and, like, not have to have any accountability and truth and honesty or or just being mean, like there's no accountability there. And, and it's, we've seen just a really horrible ripple effect around, you know, suicide rates going up and drug use rates going up. And I think a lot of that is being tied to like social media and pressures and things like that. And this topic isn't about social media, but we're in a day and age where everything is so public. Everything, especially like If you're in business, you're putting yourself out there on social media, you're in the public eye, you're even more of like a target, right? For people to to communicate things about you because of social media and, you know, it can really spread. And we've seen, you know, horrible things happen to really great people. And anyway, so, you know, there's a lot of pressure out there. I share all that to say the additional pressure of like, what, you know, if we're stepping out... And, you know, we are doing things right in our lives. There's a fear there, and there's a fear there with me about like what will people say on social media, you know, about Fit District, or what will people think of me when I post this video of what my messaging will be, or, you know, what that comes up for me very often. And it doesn't stop me, but it is a voice that I get to dance with around what will people think and particularly it comes up for me around public things like social media and what people will think and say when I'm getting out there publicly and I and I had I had fears when we you know started this podcast we joke around but it's a real thing I mean I would turn a different color like a shade two shades of red and I would be very nervous when we were first starting the show to just like like speak my truth to speak Publicly, to just like get it out. And like, I've just stepped into it and stepped into it. And now I don't care. I'm just like, I love it. And I'm going to share my truth and I'm going to the relevant truth, right? The relevant truth that I think will serve. So it's a stepping into process. And for me, it's a dance. And some people, I'll say, like, Claudette, I really feel like you have mastered this area of your life around like how people show up to you. I've experienced people not you know being super kind to you, not being super kind. And it's like you still like unconditionally love you. It doesn't stop you from being you to speaking your truth, <laughs> no pun intended, but the truth and your truth and really stepping out and owning what your service is to the world and your messaging, no matter what people say. And I just think it, it and, and even like, and you do it in such a loving way too, where I'm like, man, sometimes like F them or, or what they should be doing it. They shouldn't be saying that. or but And you're like, no, Catherine, it's unconditional love and don't judge them. And I'm like, but, but And you're like, no. And so I just feel like you have just so gracefully and like beautifully, mastered this whole relationship with ourselves, which have to do with our relationship about caring what other people are thinking about us. Cause we're so confident. And like what I see for you is like, like you're just love of your connection with spirit, with yourself. It's just like all accepting of yourself and others. And so I think that this topic for you because you've gotten to that place is like you're you've just you've like mastered it is what's coming to me. And I've experienced that with you.
3: Girl, thank you. I'm not sure I've mastered it. I'm going to be <laughs> with, yeah, stay tuned. But I can tell you, there's been a training in truth. And it started years ago. And what I understand now is that when you speak truth and you're operating in truth, egos get really triggered. And so when an ego gets triggered, we have two choices we can grow or judge. When we judge, we're casting our perception on the other person and we're going to find fault with them and we're going to distance ourselves from them. Or if we actually understand the law of mirrors and that everyone's reflecting something to us, I've moved from being hurt. And I can tell you, I used to experience a lot of rejection and betrayal, you know, people that I thought were my friends. And then when I, it's very interesting, when you're in a vulnerable position, ego will attack when you have a belief that's in frequency with it. So I'm I'm going to say it all, all goes back to us. So I learned this, I learned that the world responds to me according to what is within myself, and we have a very deep fear of facing ourself. It's like a really deep fear. But when we get this, then we understand that the whole world will shift its respond to us as we gain truth in our consciousness and really get to know who we are and allow ourselves to evolve, grow, step into truth. Remove the false belief systems. Like, and so what happens is we begin to get stronger and stronger. And I wouldn't say I've got it mastered. I would say it kind of looks like a Saturday night live skit sometimes. But at the same time, I'm going to choose love. And so how I do it is not through my willpower. You know, I often say the ego can't train the ego. That's like putting a dog in the yard and go and train yourself. Damn it. It just doesn't work. So. What I do is I have been talked about. I have had everything said about me from dark and evil to I'm a bad influence. I'm a whore. I'm whatever. I, I, It's everything. This is all through the years. I've had people who I thought were really good friends cut me off, just cut me off. I would go in and cry and just, you know, it really hurt me. And then I would turn to truth because I know the laws of creation. If I'm getting rejected, then I have a belief that is in frequency with that creation. It's like in the same range. It's in resonance with it. So thank you for showing me the bullshit in my soul. Let me go back and get it out with truth. And so that's the standard I've set for myself. And so I'm going to share something with everybody. As The bullshit is coming at you because I call it all the monkey bullshit. You know, the first thing I ask if someone is saying something about me, is it true? Because our ego has this automatic denial button, (laughs) you know, and so it's like, is this true? So how we know this is true is if we just quiet ourselves, you could say, I connect to the eternal spirit of truth. Is this true? And sit with it for a minute. And you can even hold off getting upset. You could just freeze the upset for a minute. Just sit with it. And then if it is true or if there's any aspect of it, you can always go, what do I believe that created the bullshit? And everybody's like, but they're doing it to you, Claudette. Well, guess what? You have to have a transmitter and a receiver. And both have to be in resonance for a creation to complete itself. Otherwise, it'll fizzle out. And so, what do I believe? What's the truth? We just continue to turn inward to ourself. And so, as our perception of ourself changes, the world's perception of us will change. And so, that's what I've learned. And, you know, I've had to ask truth to place love in my heart, to remove judgment. What do I believe that allows the judgment? I just hold myself to that standard because... You know, it's it's almost selfish. Looks like I'm doing this wonderful thing, but I'm selfishly not going to judge. Because if I do judge, if I attack back, if I say things back or whatever, I will say what I need to say to handle the situation if it is presented in front of me. But you know what? I still know I have a belief. And so I'd rather be free in my soul. And I know if I judge, I'll be judged in the same way. That's universal law. You can't, you can't speak about somebody and think it won't come back to you. The ego will cause us to think it won't, but universal law says it will. And so because I understand creation, I understand the universal law. I'm not stepping in that pile of bullshit. I'm just not. And, and so, and guess what? We're all one. So I think we're on this journey to not even seeing if things are good and bad, if they're whatever, right or wrong. I think we're on this journey to only seeing God when you look upon the other person. Like when you get to that point where you, all you see is God in them and all of your interaction is to help call forth the god in them and to me that's i can sacrifice my perception or judgment to do that because to me that's the holy path right and i can only hope and that people do that for me too right but i know that will happen because you reap what you sow and so you know part of it is selfish Right, because because it's like I know I'm going to reap what I sow. If I if I sow love, love comes back to me. If I sow understanding, it comes back to me. And you know what? I'm just going to say this: our egos are such lightweight bitches. Okay, just you know, offended at the slightest little thing, upset. Oh, I got to kick somebody's ass. I'm going I used to be that way. I used to be that way. I've got a whiny little bitch of an ego. And so I'm like, the ego gets offended because the ego isn't real. What is real and solid cannot get offended. So this is the journey of moving into who we really are. Now, we don't fake it, though. See, here's the thing. The ego will go, I got this. I heard what she said. I'm going to fake this shit. That doesn't work either. So it's the journey of unwinding from the false beliefs, starting to understand creation, starting to... The real awakening is mastery of the third dimensional world in doing it in love. That's the real awakening. It's really God awakening in you. And then you go about doing God's work. And God loves all of God in everybody. (laughs) So, And when you see somebody in an unlovely state, see God in them. See them in a beautiful state. Refuse to see the evil. You know, if you have to react, react. I'm not saying put your head in the sand, but refuse to cooperate with the evil because that's just their ego acting in ignorance. And this is just how I look at it. So, you know, to me, love, there's a thing that says perfect love cast out all fear. That's the universal truth. And eternal love covers a multitude of sin. What's a multitude of sin? All the bullshit, all the beliefs, all the actions, all the wrongdoings, everything, it covers it. And so I'm on the path to realizing that in the depth of my soul. And am I there yet? I'm not going to say I am, but I'm heading there. And I think that's a journey.
2: Even for our amazing sister Claudette, it is absolutely a journey. And, you know, it is love even when you have to confront, you know, and we can, we can still see God or if that feels like to whatever, you know, it can be like, you know, seeing people in just their highest self, or it, it sometimes for me, it's even like, I'm frustrated. Let me turn this into like get fascinated, get fascinated, like turn frustration into fascination. What, how can I ask a question? Even if it's like, did you do your XYZ that I asked you to do 20 minutes ago? That it, so it's like, can be direct, it could be in love, but it's like what Claudette said. What do we believe? First of all, right? And what are we seeing here? And often there's teaching for us in all of this. So not often there always is, especially when you're we're talking about speaking our truth, right? And or just being us. It's not even we're talking about caring or not caring and I don't even know if that's the right word what people think because I think that it's important to care and it's important to honor our truth. And also, you know, have like some, we're not saying like, just like, you know, say whatever comes to mind, right? Like, like as Claudette shared, there's also a process of how we share, right? Is this in love? Are we seeing the God in people? Are we seeing people in their higher selves? Are we showing respect and empathy and love? And I think if you are able to, And this is how I've kind of dealt with stepping into conversations where I was concerned about what the other person's reaction would be or, you know, how the other person would take it. But it's like getting very clear and intentional around the messaging. I'll even rehearse it before the conversation happens. I will rehearse it because I want to show up in love and respect and care. And directness also to be able to still speak my truth because we physically will physical things will happen to us when we're not speaking our truth. I remember going through a period where, you know, and this this stems from a long, long time ago, just being afraid to speak my truth. And I would get this crazy jaw pain happen. And I remember I was at, I met a lady that was like a healer and she just mentioned very eloquently and gracefully that, you know, often with women who don't speak their truth deal with jaw pain. And it resonated so hard with me. And I will tell you, this was like years ago, I have certainly stepped into speaking my truth confronting speaking my truth like stepping into that constantly right and my jaw pain is like it like every once in a while it like and it's when i'm holding things in it is is like night and day so anyway the physical elements can come out too when you know we're not owning our being of our truth so
1: what say you my sister whitney I agree with Claudette that there is a a mirror aspect, but there is also a it's just them aspect to this, right? And so when I think about whether or not I care about what other people think or what they're saying about me or things in general, and Catherine, you've mentioned social media and, and it can be harsh, but... For me, where I have separated myself, and this happened some years ago, is, is that I am clear about who I am. Right? I am clear about who I am and where my identity comes from. Right? I am a daughter of the king. And I Choose, I will say this, when I started, when I started to choose to live in that truth, live in that reality, it started to fall away what other people thought, what other people said, because I knew who I was. And so I know who I am. I am clear about my values. Do I live them perfectly in every moment? No, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do, but I endeavor. I certainly endeavor to live in accordance with being the daughter of the king. And in doing that, I know where my heart is when I'm doing things. My heart is, is in love, as Claudette has mentioned. So that's, how I'm operating. I don't operate out of malice and I'm not out to get people. I'm not out to get revenge. I have been accused of being overly positive, which I don't think that I am, right? That I am overly tolerant. I certainly don't think that I'm that. I think at a place where I'm understanding that we're all flawed. And because we are all flawed, there's no reason for me to be in judgment of someone else, right? And as a believer, uh, you know, and, and my faith is as as a Christ follower, I choose to not stand in judgment of other people. And so I was, this verse or these verses, the scripture doesn't fully Fit this concept that we're talking about, but i I think it's pretty close it's john eight one through eleven and it's the conversation that Jesus has with this group of men who are show up to stone this woman who's been caught in adultery right and and he challenges them right to look at themselves, and the more we take the time to look at ourselves. We see we don't have any place to stand in judgment of other people, what they do, how they fall short. And because of that, that's how I choose to live my life. And then to be understanding of that and how I have been given mercy and grace Right. Mercy and grace have been extended to me. And that's my place for other people. And so, even people who have done terrible things to me or terrible things in the world, we have a choice of how to respond to that. So, for me, it's just, I know who I am. And because of that, I don't take what other people say personally. And I will do this, which is one of the things that, that Claudette mentioned is, is to ask whether or not it's the truth, right? And if it's not the truth, right? If I can take an objective step back and ask if that, if what they've said is true. If it's true, then I have a choice. I can make a change if it's something that needs changing or I cannot. And if it's not true, then I can go, this is about them. This isn't about me. Therefore, I don't need to internalize it. So in the end, either way, whether it's true or not, you still don't need to internalize it. And you get to make choices about how we move forward. And the most, I think, calming thing, but the most powerful thing Thing that we have, a tool that we have at our disposal is choice, right? And recognizing that we have the opportunity to choose. That's really powerful. It puts us in a place of owning what is and there is a And I don't know that it's original to Jack Canfield, but, you know, the E plus R equals O, event plus response equals outcome. And this concept that we don't control the events that happen, but we do control our response, right? And we take 100% responsibility for our lives. And in doing so, that's how we take the power back. Right. When we let what other people think of us, what they say about us control us, then we've given away the power. And we already live in a society where power has been stripped by, you know, governments and, you know, other people. So why voluntarily give up anything that you don't have to? And as a I would say even as a kid, I didn't care a whole lot, but as an adult and someone who has formed the, taken the time to understand why that was and how I can actually move forward and stand in my power, right? Stand in power In partnership with God. This is what works for me. So, whether this is an approach that would work for you or anyone else, I will say it works for me. And I'm not, I'm not knocked around by the winds of change, right? And people's fickleness, (laughs) right? Because we're all looking for something right? We all have needs. We've got these needs that we're seeking to have fulfilled. And sometimes we don't fulfill them in the most positive ways. And so just extending grace, understanding that none of us is perfect, that we're all flawed. Why would I think that your opinion, your flaw, I'm flawed. Why is your opinion any better than mine? Right. And so there's a a very logical part of me that has come to that. And then there's the more spiritual side of me that has recognized that. And the last thing I'll say is this. I trust that because I am, you know, making decisions, moving forward in love to the best of my ability. Right. That I can uh, trust God to defend me. I don't have to stand up and like shake my, wag my finger and shake my finger at people and, you know, stand up for myself because I know the truth and I trust that whatever is to come from that situation and someone else's judgment on me, that's between them and God and I can let that go
2: that is such a powerful spiritual belief to be rooted in and it's so inspirational that when you can take that mindset out of like who at the end of the day do I need to be able to be one with right and if it's if it's hey, just looking in the mirror and how I handle situation and it aligns with my identity, what I stand for in the world, or if it's your God, your creator, Mother Nature, whatever that looks like, a higher power, even above us, is a powerful place to be and really examine ourselves, our behaviors. And I love what you said earlier, Whitney, so powerful that you stand in that you are just clear with who you are. You stand in that power. And that is a journey just getting to that place that I am clear with who I am. And that's what matters. And we will have to stand in that place of being clear with who we are. And we may be the only person standing in that place up against an army of people or what feels like an army of people, right? And you may need to stand clear solo by yourself in your beliefs that you know that this is for the higher good. I've experienced that recently at Fit District. I had like four or five instructors that quit the week of Christmas, because they felt like our business should go in a different direction than what I thought it was. And I felt like I was standing up against an army for about a month of mean girls is what it felt like that was the story to me. But I had to stand clear on what I felt was best for the business, rather than appeasing four, three, four, five instructors, right, who would have driven us to financial issues with their solution. So we must be clear with who we are, what we represent, and seeing above even ourselves of what we want, but what's best for the greater good, for the highest good. And then you don't care so much what one, two, three people say.
1: Absolutely. It makes it possible for you to to stand in your values, right? And if yeah. other people are not in alignment with that, that's on them. And, but here's the thing, Catherine, right? That th- the values that you have can't be just whipped around. Right. And so right. what I have chosen to align myself with is it, Cat, the Claudette would say the truth. I have chosen to align myself with God and the truth. And so, be- of
2: that and we can choose what that is we can choose you mentioned identity earlier that you're clear who you are and your identity absolutely we get we can choose our identities guess what my identity is a lot different than what it was even five years ago 10 years ago like we can choose them we can write them our truth our identity what we stand for our values and I encourage that you take the time to do that, to define who you are, because there's going to be times when we're up against things and it's going to be tested and you might want to fold and you might want to go into, for me, it's like back, you know, this is something from when childhood of like being a pleaser or like pleasing people, even if it's like not really what I want, right? And so beyond what I want, it's not for the highest good. Like that's always like a metric for me.
3: Girl, girl can I, I got to say one thing. I got to say one thing. So we were talking about we can choose our identity. And I'm just like, I'm listening to y'all and I'm in the background going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. So if the identity that we're choosing isn't in alignment with universal law and what we actually are, it will get offended and it will fail. So here's the thing. Whether we have knowledge of universal law or not, whether we understand all of this or not, which who of us does? I think you get transcended out as a light body when you do. So that's why. So whatever that is, okay, there's a a law of adjustment taking place. And so it gets down to be very simple. If what someone says bothers you, turn inward, get the truth until it doesn't. As you get the truth, your true identity rises. That is in alignment with your higher spirit and who you really are and how you judge it is, is this fragile or not? Am I solid or not? Am I offended? Am I moved? Am I upset? Everything or not? So, and Whitney was like, well, sometimes it's just them. So what ends up happening is as you get truth and it don't bother you, it's just like a fly on your arm, then that could still keep coming at you. And at that point, you know, ah, interesting. And what will happen if you stay in love, it will dissolve. It will go away. Your frequency and vibration will repel it. Everything has to stay in resonance or not. Like if it's not in resonance, it can't stay together. But Our identities are rising within us. And so we can choose it. We can move through it. If we choose something that isn't in alignment with our soul, then it's fragile. If it's in alignment with our true self, it is solid as a rock. And that's how we know. Mike, drop beautiful
2: micro distinctions there on identity and the knowingness and what resonates and what doesn't. And don't take this show as just like riff on everybody, like sweat the small stuff, like tear everything, like what people are doing, feeling like, oh, I got to say something about everything. What the messaging is, is don't sweat the small stuff. Choose the conversations, choose the confronts, choose does it matter? Is this going to matter in a day, a week, next month, next year to gauge how important is this to even confront or address or say, right? And if it's minimal, we can focus our energy on such bigger things. And I heard that messaging loud and clear from both of you and grateful for my sisters here. Another wonderful episode of just enlightenment and Whitney, I'll hand it over to you.
1: As they say, let that shit go.
2: If it's not- I'm pretty sure Buddha said that too. So let's go, let that shit go.
1: (laughs) If it is not true and feedback that is meant to move you forward, just let it go, let it go. And with that, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond Your Best Plan. Before we go though, Catherine, outstanding job as usual, Uh, but I want to ask you what you have going on and if you'll share it with the audience and let them know how they can get in touch with you.
2: Yes. So I have this thing in my life called Fit District uh, Studios and Energy Cafe that recently opened. If you are in the Arlington, Virginia, D.C. area, stop on by Say hello. We have a fitness experience on one side of the building where we have yoga classes, cardio and strength building classes, cycling classes. So three studios. And then the energy cafe is nutritious, delicious meals, smoothies, juices all under one roof. An amazing community, empowering community, belonging, just good vibes, good energy is what we're all about. Come on by. You can find us at fitdistrict.com, and we have a three-day complimentary pass online. If you go to fitdistrict.com, three-day complimentary pass. Come to Fit District as much as you want and we'd love to see you. Stop in and
1: say hi. You have got to stop by and see her and then say fabulous things, right? Only say fabulous things. Say them in love. And so, again, we want to thank you for joining us. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. And until next time, care about what deserves your attention and that which does not. Just let it go. Just let it go. And take care.
0: The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.